Nebraska News Service. Welcome to Nebraska Schools in COVID-19. On this podcast, we will be diving into how schools across Nebraska are dealing with the pandemic. We will speak with teachers, student teachers, parents, and more about their experiences. This week, I focused on how COVID-19 has affected students' learning and assessment scores. Every fall and spring, students in Nebraska take the MAP assessment. This assessment data is used to help teachers know what concepts students are succeeding in and what concepts they are struggling with. I spoke with Kayla Henniger, who is the principal at Springfield Elementary, about her students' performance on the MAP assessments. Henniger said that this year there was a lot of difference in test scores among students. Our kids that engaged in our remote learning in our summer school programming had pretty, their data looked pretty good. Um, our kids, some of our kids that are always strong, they continue to be strong and had those opportunities. Some kids had more loss than they have in the past. Um, and so I guess I can't sum it up and say, we all did this or we all did that. I think it was very circumstantial depending on experiences and what opportunities, what learning opportunities kids were able to take part in from March through August. Um, that made it, I think, made a big difference. Springfield Elementary students will take the MAP assessment again in January to track how much they've learned in the fall semester. We're hoping that we have made up that loss that we had. So we really utilize MAP to track what kids can do and where they're at and what they're ready for next. So we can do a lot more differentiation um, based on that data. So we really used this year was more important because we tend to have some idea based on um, we meet monthly to go over data and see classroom data and those pieces. We kind of tend to know exactly, we know where kids are at pretty close, but this time we really had to use it to say, okay, this is going to be a deficit that maybe they wouldn't, we wouldn't have expected that before, or this area seems to be okay. So we maybe are going to focus somewhere else to start the year. It's a similar process to what we've always done. We just had to utilize it and look at it a little differently. The MAP assessment tests students' reading and math abilities. This year, there is a difference between those scores. It appears that math had more loss, um, but that also goes back to that opportunity to practice math, especially higher level math, um, is not in our everyday life like reading is. Teachers and administrators are determined to find ways to boost students' learning this semester. So some of it, we continue to put our interventions in place for kids. We've adapted some of our curriculum pieces because we've identified what areas. We know that this is going to be a long process. It won't be caught up by January. Some of the research that I've read has said that this will impact students up to two to three years. It's not going to be fixed in six months. Just because we lost six months doesn't mean it's going to be fixed in six months. Our system that is is just take kids, take a look at the data that we have, take them and move them as far as we possibly can. Springfield Elementary will continue using their current programs to help students. So we use a MTSS model, a multiple tiered systems of support model to where we will provide, we have our core curriculum, which is what everybody gets. And then in order to be successful, some kids might just need a little extra help. And then, so that's our, just our um, tier one. And then like our tier two, we will provide interventions. Um, we have a reading specialist and a math interventionist. We meet and we have conversations and look at our data pieces, look at 
how they're doing within their classroom, within the assessments, and put in interventions to target their needs. So that is a big part of what we do. Um, so we can differentiate that instruction to meet their needs. And we also go to tier three. So that's more intensive. So we keep looking and keep figuring out what works. We track the data and if the, if it's trending to close that gap, we maintain those interventions. And after a while, if it's not, we will try a different intervention or we will intensify our interventions to meet those needs. We also do math club, um, which is after school programming. Um, we do some reading challenges and those pieces just to get kids excited and trying to do some things in addition to what we can provide at school. I also spoke with Heidi Zirot, who is the Director of Learning at Springfield Platteview Community Schools, about what she saw in the MAP assessment results. I would say our overall average composite was slightly lower, but then when you break down the goal performance by strand, that's where you could see the bigger discrepancy. So for example, number sense had a higher discrepancy for us than algebraic equations or even understanding data in the area of math. And then in the area of reading, kind of the same synopsis of we saw a slight decrease from last fall's data to this fall's data. Sierra believes that her district provides many opportunities for kids who need help. The same steps that we take every year when we get our fall data, you look at the data overall, you see how it impacts, and then you kind of realign how your teaching and your pacing is going compared to the needs of that individual group of students. I would say just more this year because we know that there was a gap of some of that instruction. Uh, we didn't go back and reteach starting March of second grade if they're a third grade, but you looked at those those big idea concepts and if they didn't understand them, maybe started at a lower base of knowledge. Uh, we are pretty fortunate though where we have, you know, multiple intervention groups. I feel like my teachers are probably doing more with whole group instruction this year for as interventions, just making sure that, that they have those um, solid foundations in place to move forward. And when you say intervention groups, what does that look like? Yeah, so we, it, it, again, just kind of depends. Um, depending on what the need is and at the grade level, um, intervention could be something as small as uh, the regular teacher pulling them kind of to a small aside which is a whole nother interesting concept right now because there isn't really small group instruction at a table. We're still trying to make sure we social distance the, <laughs> the kids in those settings. And we just either reteach or re or pre-teach some of those skills. Uh, but then on top of that, then we have paraprofessionals who if there's just certain skills that they're deficient at, they can do some of that more repetitive learning. And then we have a title for math, which again, having those things, uh, in our district, we also have something that we call math club. And so that is outside of the school day to kind of work on some of those deficiencies. And then we have uh, reading teachers that help with some of those deficiencies. So again, all of those place things were always in place. I think we just have more of a conscious focus of our data and where our kids are at and where we want to kind of get them. Assessment scores are not the only things Zara is focused on. We also just want to make sure that our kids are feeling safe and have have structured back into just the routine of of what school looks like. So typically we test pretty close to Labor Day, usually the week before. And even some of our testing, we 
we pushed back a little bit because we just wanted them to be reacclimated and and school looked different this fall than it had looked in the past. So just wanted to make sure that they were safe, that they had an understanding of what school was going to be like, and then then kind of slowly introduced some of those assessments. The Nebraska Board of Education is currently in the process of conducting research on COVID-19 and how it has impacted students differently. They are looking at five questions. One, what was the overall impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on student outcomes in math and English language arts? Two, what was the differential impact of COVID-19 on specific student groups in math and English language arts? Three, an area with high COVID-19 cases or hotspots, what was the impact on student learning? Four, are there correlations between performance and scores across the CDC's Social Vulnerability Index? And five, what is the impact of students learning in different modalities during the 2020 to 21 school year? This research will be useful in determining what students were most affected by the pandemic and therefore would benefit most from extra help. COVID-19 has affected students' learning and assessment scores show that kids who were able to participate in summer school and remote learning tested higher than those who did not. The learning gap this pandemic has caused will not be fixed in a year. However, teachers are working hard to improve students' learning abilities. Thank you to Kayla Henniger and Heidi Zerot for speaking with me. For Nebraska Schools in COVID-19, I'm Kylie Graham.